Hello and welcome to another CF Tech Talking podcast. Today, RCDs, Dave. RCDs. RCDs. Oh, the dark arts of the RCD. <sighs> yeah, a bit of black magic going on. Now, well, RCDs are absolutely great, but we need to find out where we should be using them, when we should be using them, why do they keep changing the regulations. Who can we ask if about that? If only we had someone. We what we need is to. someone that could talk about that with some authority. Someone who sits maybe on subcommittee. Who's the bloke over there in black? Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's Michael. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again, Michael. Um, we do delve into a lot of technical content here with the IT. And let's not forget, IT are partner sponsors of the Tech Talks that we're going around delivering. So if you want to come and have a look at those, please do um, this time we're going to really put you under the spotlight mate because we need to know about RCDs I mean RCDs in their own probably a couple of minutes we could talk about that but actually well, they've been around for such a long time now we sort yeah. of almost dismissed them but we, we noticed this reduction in Amendment 2 of requirements to test you think well does that mean they're getting more reliable or we're requiring them less or why yeah. has that gone down why, why do we suddenly know only test them one time Let's go back a couple of steps. Let's go back to the last edition. Um, and we, in the in the main, I think I'm fair, right to say this, um, the majority um, of the RCDs that we've been installing have been Type AC. Yep. Um, I think that's fair to say. Fitted loads of them. There's loads million, and loads of them. Millions and millions I'm, I'm, of them. I'm just about to go take them out. Go take them all out now, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we've discovered that they can be blinded um, by DC, so we've now got lots and lots of other types. We've got A's, we've got B's, we've got F's at the moment, although... More to come. Well, maybe. Yeah, we may be seeing product standards develop there and seeing more of them. So um, before, um, it was quite easy. We, we just had um, one table, table 3A, yep. uh, which was in Appendix 3, and that gave our um, requirements. They were basically copy and pasted from 61008 and 61009, the RCD standard. Yeah, so, so th- there's two standards that exist mainly for, for RCDs that we should be using, 61008 and 61009. However, they don't differ very much, do they? There, there are a few intricacies in there, but effectively, the bit for us to worry about as Sparks is disconnection times are the same. Exactly yeah. the same, yes. <laughs> for those that aren't inclined to dig around in British standards, what do they define? Operation parameters? Is it structural? What What do the standard give you to it's, work to? It's the product standard, so it tells you how to make it, how it should operate, and how you should test it to verify it. I mean, the tests are very, very stringent. You have to send it off to these uh, third-party test laboratories. They have to test it for things such as put the test button through a certain amount of tests up and down, flicking it up and down, pressing it, making sure it's, it's robust enough. Also, the toggle switches on there, making sure that they're robust enough. The enclosure does what it's meant to do under impact. All these things, longevity. So it takes quite a while to get them through. And does the standard specify how it should be used in operation, such as when it should be tested and how it should be tested in operation? No, not in operation, only as per the manufacturers. There's another um, report, and please don't quote me on the number. I'll do my best, <laughs> but I believe it's um, TR62350, and that goes into a bit of detail about the, about the test button. So, but, so when we had all these tests <coughs> that we used to have to do, where did they come from? They come from the product standard. So that's what I say. It was a copy and paste from the product standard. Oh, um, right, yeah. So there's that. And then we also have um, 61557, which is the test instrument standard. So that tells the manufacturers of the instrument how that the instrument needs to perform. Yeah, right. So we, we were left with some pretty difficult choices in um, subcommittee A, really, because we either had to really expand on table 3A and have different requirements because... Um, 
type A RCDs have different requirements to type AC, and it was either going to get really complicated, RCD testing was, yeah. or we had to simplify it. So we, 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 we had a, the discussion, all the relevant people around the table, the manufacturers, um, the test instrument manufacturers, all sit around the table, and what we discussed was... Um, we don't test circuit breakers. We don't test fuses. Do we test RCDs because we can? I think that's probably what has happened in, in, in recent years, yes. But what we need to remember is it's a protective device and it only has a finite number of operations. Yeah. If we go and test its guts out throughout its life, <laughs> no. when it's yeah, needed yeah, yeah. in anger, will it still be? But we do know that the testing process improves its performance. So there's a there's a balance to be split there, isn't it? Because they, they well, lubricate themselves every time yeah, they operate. Not necessarily improves its performance, but will improve its effectiveness, maybe. So it won't improve, it won't guarantee, it won't mean it's going to disconnect quicker after you've tested it. But we know full well that if you don't test it, it might not trip at all. Exactly. So it, so, it does yeah. arguably improve its performance. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to split hairs with you, Darren. That seems to me like a performance yeah, improvement. Will, will it or won't it work? Yeah, I suppose, yeah, you could, you could come from that angle. Because, I mean, we used to test half times positive, negative. We used to test one times positive, negative, five times positive, negative. And then recently that changed and it's changed again because nowadays we don't need to do are there any of that? We just do one test now, don't we? Just do one times. Um, something worth adding on there. Some people will say, oh, it's still worth doing the half times test. Just so you know, when you when you turn your instrument to one times and press the button, it automatically does a half times test prior to doing the one times test to verify that the touch voltages are not going to be too high to carry out the test. So, so oh, well, then people that are thinking they need to do that, again, that's good. It, but this is also one of the rare pieces of ele- electrical equipment that the user is supposed to test. Yes. yes. I mean, we're supposed to recommend every six months that yeah. they press that button and yeah. plunge themselves into darkness. Now, yes. that, that changed. So, so let, let's start picking off these points then. So why did the change happen from three months to six months? I think it's well known within um, the committee that we don't test our RCDs. Um, people don't test their RCDs at home. So we could write any number we like there and it wouldn't make a difference in all honesty. So the train of thought behind it was if we move it to six months, which again aligns with this technical report that I've spoke about earlier, yeah. 62350. But if you align it and make it a requirement only every six months, it gives some, if you, for instance, my, my example to my wife is, ah, the clocks are changing this That's weekend. Recent, we need to yeah. test the RCD. Yeah. And yeah. whilst it won't be every six months because the clocks don't change quite that, it'll be done twice a year, which is effectively. Yes, yeah, right. which is better than nothing, isn't it, it? That is it. And that was the train of thought behind it. So. Yeah. I mean, we do, we, we, Dave, you and I have, have, have looked at this and we've, we've had discussions around this. And when does that test button need to be pressed? And on initial verification, you can pretty much press it whenever, can't you? And in your your guidance note, it actually tells people to press it before moving on to anything else to, to prove it functionality is, is the bit there. But I know through being exposed to many installations, as I have, if I do that test button first, it will give the RCD the heads up that I'm about to test it. So in my many years testing installations and again just some the other month i was testing 
I decided not to press the test button first. What I did was I'd done the one times test and I'd wanted to see what was going to happen with the RCD. Now the RCD in, it was in a pub. So in a commercial setting, the RCD, I don't know if it had been tested every, every six months. I haven't got anything to prove that. So I thought, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll test this RCBO. I'll test it at one times. And it didn't disconnect to the first time I tested it. It made a bit of a noise. And the, then the instrument told me it went into overtime. Now, after I got it to trip and then tested it again, at that point, it hit everything absolutely smack bang on time. Mm. It was perfect. Mm. So my argument is actually pressing a test button on already installed RCDs. Actually, you're giving it a heads up. What you need to do as a, as a person, as an inspector going in, you need to identify if the installation is safe for continued use. So you need to find out if someone was to get a, a shock from any of them final circuits, would that RCD disconnect? And if you've just done that one times test and it hasn't disconnected, surely you've got evidence to suggest that the installation isn't being maintained by that button being tested every six months. I'm not suggesting you guys back at the subcommittee need to look at this, but I'm just suggesting for all those that are listening, just think about how you're applying the tests to existing RCDs. Because I know full well, and talking to lots of other electricians across the UK, it, it can be a big, well, dangerous sore point. It is, but the, the question then still would be, what do you do about it? Because we have asked the question now, I reckon, in excess of 6,000-plus electricians. We have, yeah. Who tests their RCDs every six months? And I reckon we've had three hands go up, and one of them was an IT bloke. Yeah, one of us <laughs> asking for the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so we know, I mean, I don't, I don't. I've just had an RCD trip at home because water was dripping on a motorised valve under the boiler, mm. and it happily it tripped. But I hadn't pressed that test button in years. How do we? How do we instil that in in a member of the public? Oh well, it's, it, it, yeah. If we can't get the electrical community to do it, how are we then going to get the greater community to do it? This, this is this is a big concern, isn't it? So maybe this is where we go to electrical safety first and say there's a big campaign. Or, well, used to those public information films, didn't they? Yeah. That, that lovely voice. Yes. Have you ever tested your RCDs, Mum? That's what we need. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I tried to start a similar thing at the IET actually with the clocks going back thing, and we yeah. we, we do that internal at the IET. But yes, it probably needs pushing by somebody like electrical mm. safety first to the public. So you you guys here sitting in subcommittee, you, you've currently got it now where you've looked at RCD testing and it's, it says here that you only need to do the one times test. Yeah. Is that for any type of RCD? That is. So the, the, the word in it is, it's regardless of RCD type. So whether it's an A, a B, an F or an AC, it's just the one times test. Now, the reason we've chosen, uh, sorry, I should say what the test is actually before I go <laughs> on to it. Um, regardless of RCD type, an alternating current test shall be applied at I delta N. Now, the reason we've chosen alternating current test is if we take a um, an A type, a B type or an F type, they all have to be tested on the AC setting. They do, yeah. So yeah. it was it was a common setting that applies uh, applies to all. That, that was why we've chosen the AC setting. So if you're worried that your RCD, you've installed an A type or a B type, and you're wondering how you would test it, don't worry. Your existing bit of kit will be able to perform the tests. There's been lots of actually grey on that area. Can it, can't it do it? So it's glad that it, finally you've cleared that one up for us. That's really important to, to get that. Now... On the certificate, um, on your schedule of test results, there is only one 
column now, isn't there? One outcome, and that's all to do with what you get at one times, isn't it? Yes, yeah, you just record the one times value. And to, to, be, to be fair, um, what we discussed was, um, I'll say this quite lightly, um, but the value you get is almost a pinch of salt. It either operates or it doesn't. Um, chances are, if you've got a delayed um, time, etc., you should look at the way you're testing the RCD. I know a lot of electricians like to plug their 13 amp lead in and plug it into a socket outlet to do the test. And I understand that is very convenient to do. But the dang- safe is safer. It, 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 it is safer. safe. Yeah, yes, yeah. no, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but the, the the downside to doing that is if you've got it plugged into a circuit and you've got other equipment on the on the circuit that has capacitors in, when you press your test button, that's going to trip the RCD, but the instrument will still see voltage from the capacitors on the equipment. Also, you can get capacitive coupling from just the wiring. You might say there's no, the, 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 there's no equipment plugged well, in. Large installations, yeah, you can. You can. So really, we should be carrying out the test at the terminals at the bottom of the RCD, and we should be using um, the method in IET guidance note three, which is the terminal, so the top and bottom of the RCD. You don't just put the probes on the bottom of the yeah, RCD. Yeah. So, so yeah. So what we're looking to do is, as installers, when we turn up to do the test, is really ignore the final circuits. Mm. ignore Just them final the device. Yeah. it's the device we're trying to get so you shouldn't really be going down that form putting readings next to every final circuit because it's just the one device that's correct one test one result record it so if it falters on the first test as you've described and you get just noises but it doesn't trip yep how are we coding? What are we doing when that happens? You see, I, I, when I've found it in the past, and, and it's not as though I find it once in a blue moon, I find it quite a lot on the installations that I'm exposed to, unfortunately. Um, all I'm doing is I'm recording that. I'm not giving it an outcome. I'm recording that I have evidence that the installation hasn't been maintained. And I bring it up with the duty holder or the homeowner that they need to be doing more. So it hasn't tested it hasn't operated in the maximum time. You need to be aware of this because it's a life safety device. It is. I would have thought that's a C2 because basically you've, you've got a potential danger. It's not immediate danger, but it's, we're saying anything which is a potential danger if something else happens, such as a fault on the circuit, the RCD doesn't trip, you've now got... But it's not the device's fault. It's the maintenance. It's the way it was brought up. Yeah, it? that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went to the wrong school. I'm not across. I'm just disappointed. So, so that's the bit there. So you've got to get, a, again, it, it's it's this educational piece, isn't it? We could put perfectly safe installations in. If they're misused, they become unsafe. And that's the bit here. Okay. It's a safe installation, but it's how it's being maintained or used. That's the big bit we've got to get across. So I'm finding an RCD that doesn't operate at one times test, the first time you test it, then yes, you've got cause for concern. Testing it again after it has tripped and you've got the lubricant moving around a little bit, at that point, you're finding actually, yes, now times it one time or testing at one times, it's doing what it needs to do. At that point, yes, it's starting to get on with what it's meant to be doing. You, mm. could, you could pass that installation. But I think it would, I personally think it would be wrong not to record it on the document you're about to hand over to the uh, duty holder or homeowner. So, yeah. There we go. Interesting. So, um, RCDs, we've looked at, again, some changes that you guys have got. Anything new for the future in RCDs? We're going to see some new ones, big ones, small ones, cheaper by the thousand. What's going to happen to Um, them? Like I say, I have seen a new RCD on the market. Um, It's called a Super Immunity RCD. Um, This is to DC, right? Yes. Right. Yes. So, um, 
but that's not officially in the regs yet. Yeah. So, so again, so I mean, and we, I mean, we do see changes to regs. I mean, we know that some. I mean, we've just got rid of ACs, haven't we? We uh, we know through chats with our continental cousins. He's a looking dodgy. <laughs> in some installations, <laughs> for some reasons, yeah, some parts of Europe have looked at those. So I think our journey with RCDs. Mm isn't over it's going to continue so we're probably going to do another one of these and we haven't even talked about DC components so the, the SI one is definitely the future isn't it yes yeah without yeah. a doubt so uh, so thank you Michael for your time on that one it's really I mean we could talk about RCDs forever oh, couldn't we great, but, uh, but for now thank you very much for listening to another CEF Tech Talking Podcast don't forget if you'd like this please share subscribe and we hope to see you again soon at CEF Tech Talking Podcasts